0: We hold these truths to be self evident. That all men are created equal. But today doesn't feel that way. We are divided in more ways than one, and the media and the powers that be all have their own agenda. The people of this great nation no longer care about the truth, they only care
1: about the side they are on. At Poor360, I am trying to change that. We're bringing you the facts and history so we can all learn something and make our own decisions. Tune in every Tuesday to be a part of that journey.
0: Is that? It's a journey into comics network
1: production. Went forward in time to view alternate futures, to see all the possible outcomes of the coming conflict.
0: How many did you see? 14,605. How many did we win?
1: One. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Journey Into Comics, the podcast that's dedicated to everything nerd, with your host, the podfather himself, Nate Phillips, and introducing his new co-host, Tyler McLaughlin. You should have gone for the head. Yeah, save that to the end. There's reason (laughs) to maybe be angry at the end. No, you're not getting kicked off. Don't worry. That's... That's for episode 294,
2: 294, 294, 294. Doc! 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 Okay, relax, Doc. It's me. It's me. It's Martin. No, oh, it can't be. just sent you back to the future.
1: Yeah. Oh, I know you
2: did send me back to the future, but I'm back. I'm back from the future.
0: Right. Great Scott, indeed. Welcome to Journey to Comics, episode 294. I'm one of your hosts, Brando, and joining me here today, T.Y., the other gracious host, Tyler McLaughlin. I'm,
2: I'm sunburnt and hangry.
0: Sunburnt and hangry. You were telling <laughs> me right before we started that you started a brand new diet, and, it, and it's causing some issues with your emotional response.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm one of those crazy people, um, you know, one of those crazy meat eaters who is going carnivore for 30 days um, where I only eat animal products. So it's like veganism except not incredibly detrimental to your body.
0: (laughs) It also includes those very precious minerals and proteins that you get from, from meat.
2: Yep. And I was just like literally right before we started, I said the only thing keeping me going and the shine, really the shining light uh, in my life right now is the fact that on Taco Tuesday, which this year is Cinco de Mayo, thankfully. I mean, of all the bad things that are happening in 2020, we get Taco Tuesday on Cinco de Mayo. So let's, I mean, we, we got to find the good with the bad um, or the good in the bad, but. I, found, I bought those folio cheese wraps. So I legitimately, Taco Tuesday, Cinco de Mayo, am going to have a taco shell made of cheese. And like, normally that would be like some kooky concoction that Taco Bell would have, but this is going to be way better.
0: So I love how you mentioned with everything going on because <laughs> like it is absolute crazy. Thankfully, you know, I think we're actually going to be celebrating Cinco de Mayo. Two days in a row because we got stuff to make taco pizza. Hell yeah! And taco salad on Tuesday. Fuck yeah! So there we go. Monday and Tuesday back to back taco products. You know there was a there was a a poll recently in the food group that uh, that buckles Mm -hmm. heads up Italian or Mexican food, and I'm like, I like Italian food, but we eat way more Mexican food. And you know what? Here's the thing, you you have a hard time making Italian food into Mexican food, but you can easily make like Mexican food can over dominate and become any other kind of food. You can have a taco hamburger. You can have a, a taco dog. You can have a taco pizza, which is Italian in nature. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's absolutely crazy. So therefore Cinco de Mayo two days in a row here at our place. Also with everything going on this year, well, So what we have. We almost had world war three. Australia was on fire, Kobe Bryant got killed in a very bad accident as well as other people including his daughter. We have the COVID-19 outbreak and now UFOs are real mm-hmm. and murder hornets.
2: Yeah, the 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 big uh, Japanese uh Japanese killer fucking hornet or whatever they're called is now now made it to North America. It's been a big deal for the for like five or six years. I remember watching a documentary on uh, Discovery Channel or Animal Planet—I can't remember—but like <clears throat> they focused on what one of those killer hornets could do to a uh, like a bee's nest in the course of an hour. Mm-hmm. Like it's incredible. It is. It is like you know. Everyone talks about like humans, what they're what they've done to the world. Like we're the perfect killing machine, or like. Sharks in the ocean, they are the apex predator, they are the perfect killing machine. I don't think, personally, as far as the animal kingdom goes, there is a more sadistic and evil fucking creature than one of those fucking hornets. Because I <laughs> I remember watching just one of them come into a fucking hive of bees, and it's, it's grabbing bees in its mouth, cutting them in half. Chucking them out of the edge of the hive They're falling to their death They're stunned, (laughs) they can't fly You know, it's just like A fucking 1960s monster movie Watching this thing Annihilate this beehive And, um, you know, scientists At least environmentalists Have been worried about it for a long time Because it can devastate uh, You know, a bee population in an area Just one of them so let's let's hope they stay away?
0: Well, I, I really like how you mentioned like you know human beings with the environment because we can be just as destructive, but I, I find that for the most part on average, there are some evil people out there, but human beings are more irresponsible with the environment yeah and how with how, we, and with how we, we you know we treat the animal kingdom like we just don't care. It doesn't involve us so we don't care right you know it's like hey, the honeybee population, we need these because they're important to, I don't know, our fucking survival on this planet, mm-hmm. you know, is very important. We're like, eh, I don't care. Let, let, like, let me chuck this, you know, uh, plastic bottle out, like, out the window. That's never going to degrade. Mm-hmm. And it, but, but then you got this thing. It strolls <laughs> on in like a boss. Just <laughs> starts ripping bees in half. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's... It is, uh...
2: God, it is a menacing and evil insect. <laughs> the Japanese giant hornet is what it's called. But like, what what? Where it gets even crazier is like, they're Have you ever seen that guy Coyote
0: Peterson? Do, uh, is he the dude that takes the stings? Yes, uh, it takes the stings yeah.
2: and the bites. Like, if if enough of these things sting you, it's not like a bee sting where you have to have like. Three or four hundred of them sting them, sting you at the same time to kill you. Like these fucking hornets are almost the size of your hand; they're like the size of your thumb, or bigger. Mm -hmm. And you know, you get a dozen of them stinging you, you're dead. You're like you are Dunzo with a capital D, dead. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I did read an article where uh, they they are now in Washington State Mm. uh, and wrecking beehives and nests over there, you Damn know, it. You know it's, and they are working on some oh, ways to just stop them, stop these things. Like what, what I love is that they you, you, you have these, you have this, you know, this community about you know, protecting the, you know, you're protecting the environment, protecting animals. Mm-hmm. I remember when uh, Barack Obama killed a fly. PETA was like, "What? How could you not capture him and release him outside?" Right. And you know, losing their minds. But then it comes to this, and they see this thing strolling on in, destroying the the honeybee habitat, and the, the scientists are like, "It's got to be stopped. It's got to just... go." <laughs>
2: We're in the end game now. this fucker's gotta go,
0: <laughs> oh man, dude. It's so glad to be here on the show with you. It's good to talk to you again. It's been a while. How have you been other than your new diet?, uh, I've been pretty good
2: um you know as as uh, I've said over the last couple weeks, as far as you know my covid nineteen update goes, it's been pretty standard, really. I mean, <clears throat> I went to the grocery store yesterday morning and I saw I saw our other faithful podcast host Nick Max in there um, and it, it was kind of odd to see like another person that you know at the store right now like I don't know like it, it's obviously not weird to see another person at the store but during this and you know I've been going at like not peak times to avoid seeing other people or you know to avoid the amount of people and um, you know we both had our masks on and that was the first time that I've worn a mask at the store because um, i've just been doing my social distancing thing you know and i did i actually felt less protected wearing that mask than i did not you know just because i was so fixated on it you know is it is it covering enough of my nose is, is my beard hindering you know the mask's ability to to protect me you know blah 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 the list goes on and i also made the case a couple weeks ago that you know, I hadn't purchased any. I, you know, I'm not one of those people that went out and panic bought like three or four hundred masks. So uh, the people, um, you know, the people in the healthcare world couldn't have masks and shit anymore. You know, I kind of thought that was wrong. Um, but I don't know. I've been okay. I'm just trying to get in shape. I'm, I'm. It's it's cheesy to say, but like I, I'm just ready. I I don't want life to go back to normal, because I think that there's a lot of things that have improved with with COVID nineteen, like sense of community, um, just sense of community, like people banding together. Um. I don't know,
0: life life feels a little bit slower. Oh, it definitely does for me. It definitely does for me. It, it is ridiculous. Like I really, um, I, I don't know what I'm going to do when we go back to, uh, to normal because like, okay, so usually when I have time off, it it, it flies by. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it's back to work. The real big issue for me here lately, like I've been off of work. Oh shoot since march 20th or something like that mm-hmm. so you know we're we're going on like a month and a half now that's the longest that i've been off work literally quite literally in years years probably oh man my gosh that really crazy to think about that's the most time i've uh, that i've had off of work since i started working in 2005
2: yeah it's crazy isn't it
0: and the longer that I'm home, like, like, you know, at first it was like, this is great, you know, whatever. I get you know, get time off work, stay, you spend time at home. And on that note, it is awesome because I get to spend so much more time with my kids. And whereas I don't really feel like that I missed out on Wyatt growing up, you know, you know my first born, mm-hmm. it's it, it flew by. And that thing is terrifying. You're showing me a picture of that damn Japanese yeah. murder hornet.
2: It's t- I'm I'm sorry to 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 interrupt your story, but it this is this is the image I was talking about. <laughs> this this Japanese hornet has that poor little honeybee in its jaws. The next frame is it closing its jaws fully and and literally vivisecting that bee. Dear god. <laughs> it's awful.
0: Gosh. <laughs> That dude, like, do, okay, so do you think that this thing, this Japanese murder hornet, is the Kyle of insects?
2: It's pretty close. I mean, it, it's it, <laughs> it, it's at minimum the Chad of insects. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, man. But back to what I was saying, I, I really do feel like, you know, my, you know, my firstborn was born in, born in 2005, and... I really feel like, like, you know, a lot of it just flew by for me. And that's because I was really into the mode of everyday life, just the grind, going to work, coming home, going to work, coming home, having the weekends. Maybe I work this weekend, maybe I don't. You know, I had a couple of weeks off here for shutdown. I got a couple of weeks, I got a week and a half off for Christmas. And I cherished that time. But now I've been home for a month and a half and I've got to spend so much time with him. I got to spend so much time with my youngest Owen. And, uh, now, this time, when I when when I think back on it, later on, in years to come, it is going to be a time to to remember that challenge. Thankfully, uh, they're too young to really know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, Wyatt knows there's a germ out there or whatever. Yeah, that's you know, no we 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 can't go places because there's because there's a new germ. So. He understands that, but I don't think he understand. He doesn't definitely doesn't understand the big scope of things. Right. Ruby's the same uh,
2: way, and it's really cute whenever she says, like, she'll say, well, I want to go to the park. Well, we can't go to the park because of the virus. And she'll go, oh, the virus. And she says it like Cardi B saying, a, saying coronavirus. <laughs> and uh, it, it gets me.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, it would get me too. Uh, I really enjoy my time at home. Uh, as I told you, uh, off air, you know uh, monetarily I'm okay. Uh, that is a cluster when you're trying to deal with the state and getting that kind of stuff, right um, So I'm ready to go back to work just so I don't have to have that in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. You know if I was in a worse place, I would be freaking out right now. Yeah, you know and to be fair, there's a lot of people that in this country and world who are. They are in a worse place. There's a lot of people in the world who do live pay- paycheck to paycheck. And that's partially due to the society that we live in inhibiting credit. Like just say push it. I, I feel like it's an agenda mm-hmm. sometimes to just push people, entice you, do this, do that. And you have you know an older generation saying, well, just you got to save your money and be better with your money. And it's more difficult to do that as as the ages have gone on. You know, just like there's a whole generation of us. Thankfully, I'm not involved in this because I was too much of a uh, of a unknown with my future. But all of us, who have, all those of us who have student loan debt, mm-hmm. that is just insurmountable student loan debt. How many of those people don't have jobs where they went to school, like what they went to school for? Right. Just because when we were kids hammered it to our head. You got to go to college. You got to go, go to, to college. college. You got to get it. Got to get a good job. You that college degree is going to help you get a good job, and all you're doing is paying back that money. You know, and so there are there are tons of people who are in worse places, and I this whole thing has shown me overall the big picture. You know, this thing, this COVID nineteen didn't break our system. The system was already broken. This Mm -hmm. just has highlighted the errors in the system and what we should do and what we should think about when this is all over, how we should be, a, a, like, as a society. Because I agree with you. It has highlighted, the, like, where the positives are in community and caring about, about, about each other, about thinking about other people, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not entirely all-encompassed because there are some people who care about only themselves.
2: Right. Well, and one of my favorite things, it was a meme that came – <clears throat> came out, like, right around the time that, that uh, you know, the government started talking about the first stimulus package. And uh, it said, why is it that I have to save more money and manage my finances with a microscope, but big corporations, anytime there's any type of uh, economic downturn or economic strife or issue, you know, we have to give them money. They make billions mm-hmm. of dollars every year, and they they stumble a little bit, and then we have to bail them out. A month off of work, and the company is bankrupt. There is something wrong with the way we do business. Morally, ethically, there is a lot wrong with how we do business in this country.
0: Well, think about to just over ten years ago, to the financial crisis in two thousand eight. And we build up the automotive industry. The automotive industry paid that money back. Mm -hmm. The banking industry did not. They got pretty much gifted money from the government to not die. And if that doesn't show you where the priority lies in a government that's supposed to be constituted for the people by the people and all that kind of all that jazz all that good great talk that's on paper right you know <laughs> that's all it is words on paper because that's not how it actually exists right that's not the way it is and no I agree with you 100% uh when this is all over you know like as you said um uh, it, it's going to be surreal as we start getting back to normal, getting back to normal. Okay, so the, where we live, we, you and me both live in the state of Indiana, and uh, our governor released a five step program. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a pretty interesting way to put that. The five step program yep. to you know to stop drinking, whatever. The first, no, but this the is,
2: first step of coronavirus is admitting that coronavirus exists. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it's funny because we're already in step one. That's what he said. We're already there. So step two. <laughs> oh man step two uh starts on monday officially mm-hmm. uh M- monday the fourth at the the same day that you're in this podcast and you know basically uh restaurants uh i'm not sure if they're able to open on step two but some places are allowed to open gatherings can now be uh 25 people instead of 10 yep uh and then in a couple of weeks i think at the end of may at st- stage three, I think then the restaurants can reopen at 50% capacity. There's other stuff kind of going on. Uh, movie theaters can reopen or something, uh, with social distancing. So, you, so like basically, whenever I go to the theater anyway at 11 o'clock in the morning, either by myself or five people, we're all like, so we're, I'm not sitting next to somebody I don't know. I mean, right? Like, what are you talking about? But by 4th of July, it's supposed to be pretty much status quo. Everything's back the way it was, you know, uh, and then they're going to start looking at the next school year to figure out what we're going to do. All of this is sub- subject to change because as we start re, you know, reintroducing ourselves to more a mass amount of people, you increase the virality of this thing to be able to start spreading and we could have another bout just like Wuhan is having another, another surge. And, and, and I haven't heard much about it other than it's like, hey, you know, Wuhan's now they opened up and then they kind of had another surge. I haven't heard whether or not it's as big as it was before, because the news literally cycles every single day. It's hard to keep up with it.
2: And I think especially with all the the accusations of, you know, the World Health Organization and what China did with this or allegedly did with this in the lab, and then. You know, the inaccurate body counts in China and and, you know, a lot of the things that I've talked about for the last couple of weeks. I don't think that China is allowing that stream of information to leave their borders anymore. Uh, You know, I would imagine, you know, it's known that uh, kind of a a round two is happening there of of covid-19. There could be thousands of people dying a day and they're not going to let us know. They're not going to let us know this time. So, you know, ho- hopefully that's not the case. Um, you know, hopefully those numbers that I've seen, you know, over the last couple of months were drastically inflated and not suppressed like it's like it's expected to be. Uh the point that I think is interesting and Skylar and I were talking about this yesterday afternoon. Um I ran up to put gas in her vehicle and I like I've been doing all of the um like, all the essential runs, I guess. And Skylar and Ruby have been staying at home. They've only been going to work and, and daycare and coming back. The, you know, those are the only, only places that they're going. And I asked her, I said, do you, you know, like, whenever it's nice out, at least ride in the car with me so you can get out of the house, you know? mm mm-hmm. um, You know, and I, not, not just, like, be out of the house, but be away from the house and we were talking about if you go back in history uh the summer of 1918 it's significant for for a lot of things but m- most certainly the spanish flu uh, and how around the world we opened the the everyone's like well we got to get the economy booming again and then 50 million people died so um i am not very optimistic i guess about our end of the summer um outlook. You know, cuz there's a lot of things that I wanted to do this summer. Um, and, you know, and it's selfish of me to think about it, but but that's real life. You know, we're we're Indianapolis Zoo members. We went to the Indianapolis Zoo last year like 25 times. Like just roll up and go and have a good time and come home and and not spend a bunch of money and and, and be outside and and um you know, this is the first year that I bought passes to Gen Con. You know, there's a lot of controversy right now because Gen Con hasn't said we're canceling, bro. You guys can't come, and it's like, you know, do I mask up, you know, put my PPE on, and and go to the con anyway, and and risk infection of myself, risk infection of my family and other people? You know, is it really? Are they are they essentially? like a criminal element because they won't, they won't cl- close down of their own volition because they're only worried about the money. So I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I said it last week. Like, I don't know what's right and what's wrong at this point. I don't think really that anyone can.
0: We're literally taking this day by day. We by have week. to. Yeah. No, seriously. Uh, I think on the stage five thing for Indiana by 4th of July, large sports and festivals and all the fairs can resume Mm -hmm. Uh, that's if nothing you know we start going out there and we don't start you know contracting more of the virus or you know we don't know like will will this thing when it starts getting more uh, humid will it slow down uh will it act like the regular flu or will it be will it be more resilient we don't know and then we're just gonna have to wait for that the uh man so we talked about starting to get back to normal uh since the state's opening up technically i guess Technically, on Monday, we started seeing more more people around town, just mm-hmm. e- even down our street, yep. hanging out, walking around, doing stuff. And last night, uh, I I told you this off the air because we were talking about your diet. I I grilled out some steaks. You know, there were some really awesome, tender, great strip steaks, and and uh, you know, especially tender for you know for a strip because you know, I mean, you know, ribeye is where it's at for me usually. But right. I, I was able to get these and. Because of the the situation with my youngest, she, my wife, likes to have him sleep and nap back here in the game room because he's away from everybody. Mm-hmm. We can have the sound machine, everything he can, he's not going to wake up because one of us stubbed our toe in the living room and, and trying not to yell or Wyatt's awake and running around, uh... So that 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 creates a a wall barrier for grilling. Well, I've had to walk around the house entirely to grill mm-hmm. the last couple times that I've done it, and here I am, be bopping along like you like to say, mm-hmm. around my house with my tray of freshly grilled steaks. that smell amazing, and as I turn my house, I'm hearing horse trots, and I look up. And there's three dudes riding horses down my street. Mm. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, this doesn't even happen on on like a normal day. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) these guys are like, well, I'll be damned. That COVID's done for now. Let's get the horses out.
2: (laughs) Saddle up the horses, partner. It's time to ride.
0: Oh, man. Uh, I was just like, wow. All right. And then the, the dog across the street was, like, going nuts. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> What is this giant dog thing? I, I walked aside. I'm like, Caitlin, come here, quick. And she comes up. I'm like, look at that. And thankfully, she walked up right as they were walking by our front. she's like, what? <laughs> uh,
2: shit that you don't see every day.
0: Oh, man. No, dude. Uh, it's been it's been a mix. It's been a mixed bag being off this long. It's been great. I've had enough time at home with the kids. I've had time with the wife, uh, for us, social distancing and, and, and isolation is no different than our normal everyday lives. Same we for don't us. Do anything. We literally don't leave the house if we don't, it's a little bit more so because, uh, beforehand it wouldn't, you know, it, it wouldn't be a second thought to have the, you know, have Wyatt come with me to the grocery store, walk around a little bit, get out of the house, maybe go to the park, you know, something on like right. a nice day. Uh, but now there's not that there and of course uh, you know she would more more often probably take the kids over to see her mom and her sister and get them out of the house a little bit that so that's kind of backed off but everything else has just been normal uh other than me not going to work which here in about a week or two that's going to happen i got to wear a mask the whole time that i'm in the building
2: that's going to be not great
0: no it isn't uh she made masks or a mask it's like a, it's got the Deathly Hollows stuff on it. And it's like, it's pretty cool. But I wore that to the store a couple times and it's sitting on my nose. And I, number one, my nose runs mm-hmm. when I wear it for a long period of time. So I literally took it off when I got to the car and just took the bottom of my shirt and just wiped snot everywhere off my face. Cause I'm just like, this is awful. Mm-hmm. But you know what? That's what I'm willing to do. If that's what we got to do. Um, at work, the it's funny we're not allowed to have meetings more than ten people, which our team has like fourteen. Right. So we got to split that up into two groups. We got to be we got to be six feet apart during the meeting. So I'm not going to be able to hear uh, Teresa because she <laughs> we, we can barely hear her when we're uh, closer anyway. Right. And that you know she speaks so softly. It's going to be interesting uh, to see what implications this has when we just try to get back to everyday life uh, because we can only. Like, you know, even though it, it it is important to shut down, it is important to isolate, it's important to slow it down, but at some point we do need to get certain industries back going in a, in, in a manner that's safe as possible. Right. Because, you know, we need to, because we're going to, you know, transportation, you know, you used to work there, and me and you build cars. Mm-hmm. So we need cars for people to buy. Tyson, uh, Tyson, uh, the uh, meat company. Mm-hmm. Uh they're in Logansport. They shut down. They had nine, almost 900 people positive for COVID.
2: You know how many people work there total?
0: It's Like 2,200.
2: Yeah. So almost half of yeah. their workforce uh, was COVID positive. Wow.
0: Wow. That's mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. You know?
2: But that's what happens when we don't shut down.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like...
2: like I, I've been in in a, in a a a a good a large number of arguments uh, about like just ideally how things should be uh, right now over the last couple months, and it's like if you are not producing food, power, and that includes electricity, gas, and water, or medical of any kind, you should be sitting at home. But we're not, because the landscape companies are still operating, mm-hmm. and it's just you know, especially in Indiana, you look at our essential work list. it's pretty broad um and there's a lot I think there's a lot of those categories that you could have trimmed, trimmed the fat, so to speak, and maybe not had an outbreak of a couple thousand people in in cass county and 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 growing. You know, with one hospital, one major hospital, Um, you know, we could have avoided the thing that we set out to avoid to begin with by maybe being a little bit more proactive. So I don't know. It's hard to say.
0: You know, it's funny. And and we'll get off of this topic uh, and move on to some brighter things. Uh, But yesterday I was on the great, wondrous land of Twitter. Mm Mm-hmm. Which it's it, it, if you didn't notice the sarcasm in my voice, it definitely. Twitter <laughs> it Twitter did. is
2: a lawless wasteland.
0: It is, but I saw it was a message, uh, a video message, and it and it was it was basically just a voice message with overlaid video or uh, you know images, and it was from former President George W. Bush. Oh really? Uh, yeah, and he it was like a two minute thing or whatever, maybe it was a little longer. And he just had like this little like uh, speech spiel about uh, this and what's going on and how it affects us, and it literally was the most presidential thing that I've heard during this entire thing. Yeah, and he is notorious during his time in the White House for being a buffoon, mm-hmm. an idiot, like.
2: Well, he's just a frat boy.
0: We, you know, we have so many things during that time that you could just point at and say that he did this wrong, that wrong. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about how he comes off, mm-hmm. how he would talk. How, you know, he there's so many Bushisms out there, and we thought, you know, here we are thinking, well, it, it can't get any worse than this. If this guy can be president, anybody can be. And I guess we were right because the guy that we have is a megalomaniac. Right. Whether or not you like his politics or not, he's a megalomaniac, and he literally makes all this about himself. And after hearing what he's had to say during this entire run, never taking responsibility, n- not only just for this, but for anything right prior to hear George W. Bush, a dude that if I was old enough to vote, I wouldn't have voted for him. But I had more respect for that man because he didn't have to say anything. He right. can sit at home, kick his feet up and paint pictures. He don't, you know, but he's you know, he's he said something and it spoke to a lot of people. I saw a lot of people commenting who, who are not Republicans, who are not conservative. That says, wow. To think that this dude, who I didn't vote for and never would have, who I disliked and have several issues with, sounds way more professional and sounds like he could really try to rally and bring everybody in the country together during this time. In a time where we need that the most. Right whereas the current guy that we have isn't capable of getting everybody riled up because he's so focused on division.
2: Well, and I think, you know, to add a little bit more to that, we don't just need that on the the national stage. We need that on the global stage. Yes. Every single country should be banding together right now, putting resources where resources are most necessary to stop this this infection from spreading, like, wildfire. Like, everyone is doing it on their own, but no one is doing it together. And, you know, I'm not... Skylar and I were kind of joking about it the other day. You know, normally the older someone gets, the more conservative they get, when you would think. And the older I get, actually, the more liberal I get, and I'm kind of turning into, like, an old hippie dad. And uh you know i'm not I'm not like all for flower power and all that but like we this this is our thing to finally get everybody on the same page and say look we need to help each other and the way that we do business is wrong so let's fix it let's fix it right now while we have the time to do it let's let's uh let's shuck our dependence on fossil fuels let's stop making the excuse that it's too expensive to invest in alternative energy. Gas is free right now. You cannot tell me that it's too expensive.
0: No, it's free. I just saw it jump up by ten cents in my yeah. local area. It, it was down to one forty-five or one forty, and I saw it yesterday for like one fifty. I'm like, man, I better get gas before it goes back up again, because they're because they're getting ready to ramp back up. They're just going to jump back up to like three dollars right. or'll be like well we need to increase the price on this because uh you know everyone's gonna need to travel now so
2: yeah i've been I've been getting gas for a dollar thirty seven for like the last two weeks at Sam's club
0: and you can fill it and and so how much does it take to fill up your uh your tank there pal
2: uh the trailblazer's like thirteen gallons so not I think twenty three dollars fills my tank man so Twenty three bucks. Skyler's is less. You know, yeah. she's got the Forester, and she's getting better fuel economy than I am anyway. Yeah. So. Um, but I don't know. It's just I feel like a, a, as awful as this whole situation is, we are we are strongly missing an opportunity to fix some shit, you know, and, and, and maybe uh, maybe this November, you know, with with the election, maybe that's maybe that's when people think that we're going to fix the shit but um you know just to talk briefly about the election whichever way we go in November uh between Donald Trump and Joe Biden we're fucked anyway because they're basically the same person except one has dementia so um <laughs> huh. I, 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 we're we're missing out on some opportunities here folks and um i'll let i'll let the listeners take their conclusions there.
0: I uh I, I don't disagree with you at all. And this may sound maddening for me. I don't support either candidate. And I feel like this is like a not as bad and for those listeners, I did air quotations version of the last time we did this. Mm-hmm. And but still I guess that if I'm going to be fucked I would just like to be done so with not so much of a daily reminder of it. Yeah. Uh, and, and same thing, make that what you will, because this has been the longest four years that I can remember with an on like a new cycle basis. Right. It's 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 every day something, and well, it, it gets tiring.
2: And who's to say, too? You know, this might be our opportunity to finally vote in a third party candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there might be enough pissed off people like you and myself that says, you know what, we are going to vote for that Gary Johnson this time around, you know, not necessarily yeah. saying that he is the guy. Um, but but he did a lot. He did. He did better than than most independents normally do. Um, I don't know. We, we just got to fix it. We got to fix we it do. some way. So. And
0: that that raises the question. Can it be fixed? without be- becoming completely and utterly shattered and broken first, and honestly, I don't th- I think it's gonna have to be shattered and broken mm-hmm. completely like unrecognizable before we the masses are able to accept that kind of change right because there's enough people like us that would and push for it, but there's so many other people that don't want anything to change ever yeah, and that's not good mm-hmm. you know stagnation is never good, but uh you know, it's. It, it, and speaking of highly infectious, uh, I told you right before we went on the air. There's a cool humble bundle out there, and for all of you uh, who follow this podcast for a long time, uh, we have covered pretty much the entire Walking Dead run for the time this podcast was in inception. Okay, from from this podcast inception, from 2014 until now, until the end, you can pick up the entire Walking Dead digital like copies uh, for 20 bucks. That's pretty good. If you go to yeah, it is. If you go to humblebundle.com uh you can check that out and it's going on for 16 more days. You get all of the um uh, trades which are like I, I believe those are the ones that have like the six issues in each one mm-hmm. as well as uh, a couple of the extras. Yeah yeah you, you, you have the you have the free comic day uh comic book day uh, issue that I believe was a special issue like with the governor and Michonne. And then of course you also get the Negan special as well. That was released. Uh, it wasn't released as a standalone issue collection until like, they put him in like some magazine first where you had to like buy six, six issues of this magazine to get all the parts. And it, and and it's essentially his origin story about like, you know, when this all started, what, what was he doing and everything. But it's a great deal for anybody out there. Who's a, who's a fan of the walking dead comic. Uh, But also in that similar vein and world, we have a video game coming out in June. We have a hard date for that now. Mm -hmm. After some massive leaks, The Last of Us Part 2, Tyler, uh, is coming out finally. Uh, It got delayed a couple weeks due to everything going on with the coronavirus. And I have to suspect that some of that had to do with concerns over production. Uh, probably yeah. getting all these special editions out there. They have this really big collector's edition that has like a backpack and all this stuff that you can get with it. But these leaks have been very horrible for business, especially for, for, you, know, for you know for Naughty Dog. Uh, a lot of accusations going around about their work style. Uh, you know, same thing that happened with uh, Rockstar when they released Red Dead Redemption Two a few years ago about uh, hellacious work cycles and crunch and all this stuff going on. Same and bad thing work happened to Bioware too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the leak happened, and if you listen to Game Addicts podcast, I detail I got spoiled.
2: Thankfully, I did not.
0: I opened up Twitter, Tyler.
2: Yeah, I'm, I've been waiting for you to actually tell me this in person.
0: Have you listened? Did you listen to the show? I have or not
2: listened. To, I have not listened to Game Addicts yet.
0: Okay, yeah. So because it just came out last week, a few days ago and uh, and, and, I, and and I won't go into as much detail, but essentially, uh, I was not aware that these leaks were out, and I logged into Twitter because I you know try to promote my podcast on Twitter and then I will look at the news on Twitter because I uh, that is really more interesting to follow sometimes than it is on like Facebook because right. on Facebook, you have a lot of like just awful news source incredible, you know, like less than credible sources. Uh, on Twitter, you, you just look and see what's trending and you can, you, you, if, as long as you are, are aware and you can look around because there's, like, there's going to be people sharing it who have different points of views and everything. But I saw Naughty Dog. I'm like, oh, hey, cool. Maybe there's an update with Naughty Dog. I clicked on Naughty Dog. The first thing I saw was the spoiler. This is a plural. And I was like, whoa. And I instantly backed away. But I can't undo it. I literally cannot do it now. People are going onto Twitch streams, li- live streams on Facebook, spoiling the game for people. Wow! And when 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 you can have blocked words on Twitter and on Twitch and stuff like that, so like that won't show up. They are using the characters' names, uh, misspelled, but you still know what they are to get around that. Uh, because now, because here's the thing, The Last of Us has its series of haters. From video game fans, from, like, other uh, people who really like Xbox or people who really into whatever, and they're like, oh, this series sucks, and it's, it, it, I don't understand why PlayStation touts it, and, you know, it, it's awful, or whatever. You have these trolls. Then you have also people who are very upset about the nature of these spoilers. Like, they don't like the story, but here's the thing. And here and, and this is coming from me, which I did get spoiled a tad bit on the story, and I'm pissed. I am pissed. I told you about this in a text uh, because I am freaking pissed I don't get to experience this fresh. Because here's the thing. Whatever those storyline spoilers are, I'm going to feel different about them when I actually play the narrative. Right. Completely. Because all I'm seeing is text. You're telling me this happens, this happens, and then this happens. This is shit. Well, now people are going to go and come into this, unfortunately, with some pre, you know, pre, you know, preconceived you notions. Know, pre, yes, pre, pre, you know, preconceived notions about what this is going to be, and I'm very upset about it. I'm very upset that I was so easily spoiled, and then when I discussed it live on the podcast, uh, I literally went onto a post that Naughty Dog had put up, and it was a spoiler in meme form. Hmm which th- I already had been spoiled on it, but I'm like, there it is again right there. People are doing this and this is awful. That's why I named that episode the worst of us. Cause they are the worst of us. People who just can't let people enjoy something. This is the kind of fandom we have. And, and, and it goes for a lot of stuff. It goes for, you know, all the way into la- like last year, in my opinion, uh, for people who didn't, you know, it's one thing not to like something and have an opinion on it. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to go out there and completely try to ruin it for other people. Right. You know, to literally just troll out there forever. If you didn't like the last Star Wars or this last Star Wars trilogy, that's fine. But there are people out there who do. So if someone's out there and, you, and and they make a post about it and then somebody else makes a post on their post or whatever and, and, it, all, and it spoils it or whatever, like if the movie hadn't come out or uh, or Game of Thrones even last year when that, when that was airing, you know, there are people out there who do like, still like Game of Thrones. And, you know, like... It's one thing to have an opinion. You go out there, you have, you have your own accounts, Twitter accounts, Facebooks. You can go on your page and wave your flag and say, I'm planting this here, I hated it, blah, blah, heritage. blah. This is why. Yeah, it's my heritage, and this is why. <laughs> but, like, it's just like, come on. Because this is, it's starting to become not so much a rabid Game of Thrones thing, a rabid Star Wars thing, and it's just a nerdum thing. Right. That's just getting ugly and the, bad. The whole it, community is toxic. It is. It makes me not want to be okay. So, uh, the same thing happened with FF Seven R Final Fantasy Seven R, you know, uh, which I don't think you've had the the, the honor of playing that yet. Um, Here soon, soon. I I'm looking forward to hear what you have to say about it because, um, it's I think it I think it's a great game. It's a great game, and they took. And about 95% of it is a great expansion and adaptation of what has already been done. And then they took a few creative liberties and tried to sprinkle on, Hey, you know, this is what if we made this game here and what if we made these choices? There are some people who literally rip their hair out and are going around just trying to spread negative negativity about it. Mm. And it's like, you know, uh, it's not as bad, but it it's there. And literally as soon as I beat, as soon as I beat the game, I literally like. All right, now I'm. I, I, I could be spoiler free. I started looking up like Reddit, and of course, Reddit. Is pretty much, um, where all the haters drink their haterade. So right, it's like, Reddit's
2: a shit poster's
0: paradise. Yeah. So it like there was a mix. People saying they liked it. Some people saying they didn't like it. They said it shit all over the original. The, here's the thing. And I and this is my perception on that about about just this thing. If you don't like it. That's fine. because mm-hmm. and, and, and that was my thought going in, too. What if I don't like the remake? It's not going to ruin my day because there's a game out there that I'm going to be able to play and love that I've been able to do for the last 20 years. And the that's original. the original game. The original game. It's, it, they, they can't take that away from me. So there it is. You know, there it is. I, and, I, and, and I absolutely... I'm working on my hard playthrough. This is my third playthrough of the, uh, of the entire game. And, and, and to play through in hard... Kind of sucks <laughs> I only have I only have two more trophies to get, and I'll have a platinum, which cool. I't don't, I don't do that. I don't go through in, in trophy hunt, but I did on this game, and I, I, I stayed and did things over and over and over again and got pissed and wanted to throw my controller just because I couldn't beat the damn pull-up challenge. <laughs> and then I did it, and then I moved on, but uh, no, I, I love the game and uh,
2: what's the uh, how many how many hours of game time?
0: Uh, so for me, for- on my first playthrough, was about 36 hours. Okay. Uh, if you take your time a little bit more and do everything, probably about 40. you probably probably cool. squeeze a couple more hours out, uh, out of it. Because then, I mean, granted, total gameplay time uh, between my playthrough. Now, see, on hard mode, I'm skipping all the cutscenes and skipping as much dialogue. Cause I'm just rolling through it, steamrolling. Right. On my second playthrough, I picked up stuff that I missed because... There's some things um, that you can, like, different choices that you can make for that effect uh, dresses for later on at a certain point in the game. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, like, there's a thing for you to try and get, like, all those, and you only get one each. So there's a total of 12 to get, uh, depending on your choices there. You can do all of the side quests, and I didn't do that my first time. There's a few that I missed, Mm -hmm. so I did some of those. And then um, when you beat the game... After you beat the game, you get chapter select. So it's New Game Plus. that carries everything over. So you can literally steamroll through the first half of the game without any issue. Because you already have your level, you have your materia, and all that kind of stuff. And then, once you beat it on hard mode, you unlock the extra challenge um, a VR uh, simulator in the Shinra building where then uh, you can only do them on hard mode. And there they are a challenge I only have one more to do and I tried it twice got to the next to the last I got to round four and just got murdered every time <laughs> um uh because and, and, and this is no real big spoiler it could be because you know these things exist right uh in order to get some of the summons in the game you actually have to fight them in this in like this portable simulator like like Shiva and okay. uh, and ifrit well, same as Bahamut. Well, this challenge, you have to start with Shiva and beat Shiva. Okay. And then you go Fat Chocobo and beat Fat Chocobo. All right. Then you go, and uh, there's another one. I can't remember. what. Oh, oh uh, Leviathan. All right. Then the fourth round four, Bahamut. When Bahamut gets to, like, half health, he summons a summon. Mm. And he summons Ifrit. Now you got two of them on you, and you're like, ha. Ah! And when, and when Bahamut does Mega Flare, he pretty much does guaranteed 8,000 damage. Right. And pretty much wrecked my day. And, uh, yeah. So I'm working through on hard. I am halfway through the game on hard. Uh, cool. Hard mode, you cannot use any items. And MP does not regenerate uh, other than in battle, and it's only a little at a time. Um, so you have to be careful with your magic usage and pretty much map out and try to get all uh, most of your battles done without really using a lot of spells until you get to the boss. Right. Then on the next chapter it'll refill. It's hard. <laughs> Very hard.
2: Sounds like it.
0: I had uh actually you know what there was uh there was one fight that I was like dreading and it wasn't as bad as I thought. Only, okay, so uh you're aware of, you're aware of what tomberries are? mm mm-hmm. Mhm the little green dudes that have their little lamps and the knives right they have the ability to one shot you right no matter your level no matter how much health you have and let's just say i was fighting a boss that first time around he's hard on hard you already know what he's going to do so you have that advantage so so now you're you're accustomed to playing on hard and you, and you're like all right i got to be smart about this and do this and that and then all of a sudden tonberries come out of nowhere <laughs> On hard mode, and there's like four of them. And I like literally, uh, this was like uh, two nights ago. <laughs> it, I had the same reaction of when Bahamut summoned Ifrit. I, I have my headphones on, I'm playing quietly. My wife's watching a video, and I, and, and, and I just go, huh? <laughs> 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 this loud. And she goes, huh? And I'm like, die. <laughs> I have to kill them now. Otherwise, they, they are going to wreck me. Especially because thank- you don't ever know when they're going to do it. Oh, dude, yeah, like, uh, thankfully when they show up, they fall down on their face, and that's your chance, like, you get them now, get them now, because <laughs> do not let them stand up, right, because they're just gonna m- mosey along, yeah, they have no emotion, they have no really great big animation, they just, bloop, step, 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 pop, dead, yeah, it's then, the most anti- anti-climactic fucking, thing,
2: um, cactars, man,
0: Cactars. Yeah, The game is awesome in a lot of respects. It's, it's kind of like, you know, uh, when they release Advent Children, you're like, wow, it'd be crazy if they could release this as, like, a game. Right. It's kind of like that. Cool. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun. It can be a little hectic, uh, switching back and forth, but, like, that's, like, part of the fun. It's like, all right, because they can kind of do their own thing. But uh, it works better if you kind of micromanage them a little bit. Like, mm. all right, you do this, you do this, you do this. All right, now I'm doing this for a while. They can do their thing. And, like, all right, now this dude just did this. Now I got to go over here and I got to, you know. And thankfully, you can do a lot of that without switching characters mm. if they have their ATB. But cool. sometimes it does, it does actually work in your advantage to switch characters. So you got Cloud up there swinging away and because the, cause the CPU targets your player character usually. They'll be like, all right, you, you know? right? And then if, okay, he's getting hit hard, so let me switch over to Aerith, who's way over here at a distance, and the, it, they'll, then he'll switch over allow you to like get the heat off a cloud for a second, and that way, hopefully, keep him alive. So there is there strategy to it, and a lot of people were complaining that it was just a hack and slash, and I, and I think it's more than that. Uh, it, it, they, they, they went more hack and slash with it to make it more active and fun to play, but there's more to it. Uh, than that. Okay. But, uh, Last of Us, go circling all the way back, we had those leaks. Uh, apparently, Sony caught the leakers, and they're saying, the original uh, thought was that the leakers worked for Naughty Dog, and it was a disgruntled employee who didn't get paid for something, and basically said, Haha, I have this build of the game, I- I'm uploading videos to YouTube. Sony's like, they, no. They did not work for for Night Dog, which makes me think, how did they get this?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And there are some people wondering whether or not Sony is lying, just just to say face uh, over this. And maybe that's so, but I mean, you also have to have to think how many uh, QA testers are uh, are there out there that have uh, dev kits, you know, that could possibly do this. Right. And it's a lot because the same thing happened uh, with the FF Seven demo before it got released. The 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 E three demo that that came out got it got released like a month and a half before it actually got released. Right, and um, the reason is it accidentally went up on on development consoles on like on on the development console store, and so somebody who had a development console downloaded it, played it, and uploaded their playthrough that and just put the entire thing on YouTube. Mm. So th- 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 this is gonna be an issue. Uh, so it makes me wonder. Uh, what these companies, not just Sony, but how they're going to approach this kind of thing, because this this leak hurts the video game business. Right. Uh, whether or not you're a fan of Last of Us Part Two or not, this can have detrimental effects for every gaming company and publisher out there.
2: Yeah. Totally agree.
0: The it's other me- thing with the Last of Us... Oh, no, you no, go no, ahead.
2: No, no, no. You, you, you finish your Last of Us.
0: Well, I... It's going to be uh I I'm, I'm going away from the from the from the video games so uh let's finish up what you have to say.
2: Okay. Uh in positive video game news, I got th- uh two little quick things here. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2. Mm. Had another uh leak about the expected release or release window. Mhm. 2022, they're saying, and they're saying that it could be 2023, like early 2023 because of COVID-19, that it halted development a little bit and pushed sure. it back just slightly.
0: I I have the feeling that a lot of games and films and TVs uh, are going to be kind of delayed a little bit because of the impact. Of and that's COVID. okay. Yeah, no, I agree
2: and then uh positive for me anyway star wars battlefront three reportedly not in development <laughs> uh we're looking at you, e a stop making video games thank you
0: <laughs> oh man uh it was a while ago I think i was uh talking to uh uh my friend jeremy which i uh, i co-host a, a podcast with mm-hmm. him called the the world gaming trade show and uh where we uh, we we talk about games that or franchises that have been dead for a while, and who we would like to see kind of bringing these back. And we talked about doing you know like you know a Star Wars episode possibly where we just it's a Star Wars theme. You know what are some Star Wars games that we'd like to see kind of come back. And uh, of course you know we did not include Kotar because of the rumors about Kotar three. Right. But then I was telling him about how Bioware pitched to EA. Uh, this came out like a while ago. Hey, we have an idea for Kotar three, and this is what we would like to possibly do with it. Of course, you know, they made uh, Tor. Right. You know, the old republic. And I and I do believe it was gonna be that studio who are gonna be working on an actual, you know, mainline Kotar three game, probably with some online content with that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but EA just shot it down completely. I'm like, yeah, nope. Not interested in that. No thanks. Yeah, nope. It, you know, and, and and it's just like um with uh with the old, with fallen order like that whole aspect was it now was it disney or was it i believe it was disney they they weren't interested at first in doing a doing a jedi thing they wanted to do like a bounty hunter thing
2: mm-hmm. well that was that was disney's original idea and that's where i mean the the jedi fallen order game that we all played was built upon the skeleton of star wars 1313 like that's mm-hmm. that's we were going to play young boba fett we were gonna play him in a, in a Star Wars video game. We're not talking Jango Fett in Star Wars Bounty Hunter, like I played the shit out of that game when I was a kid. We're not talking that. We're talking like Uncharted level good fucking Star Wars video game. Mm-hmm. And uh, Disney's like, or Disney is like, this is what we want. And then EA is like, man, we can't, we just can't do it. How about one with lightsabers, though? Cool. <laughs> <sighs> it's frustrating. That being said, it's that being said,
0: I did enjoy Fallen Order oh, for I did what too. it was. Yeah, um, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, I thought it was a pretty well solid game, mm-hmm. uh, but no, I the 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 simple thought of an Uncharted style action adventure game with a bounty hunter. It doesn't even have to be young Boba Fett. It could be mm. a new character. Anybody. Anybody. like Because I remember when there was some early footage of 1313. That looked awesome. Yeah. You know? And imagine getting some good quality storytelling behind that and having some fun with that. That would be cool. And then you would get to see an entirely different perspective mm-hmm. of, from the Star Wars universe. Uh, but Star Wars. Uh, so, so, so that Clone Wars, huh? Man, for any of you listening today...
2: Uh, You know, we haven't really mentioned May the 4th be with you a lot because, I don't know, I kind of (laughs) forgot about it, to be honest. Because fucking coronavirus, man, it's ruined everything. Um, (laughs) It's ruined everything except the Clone Wars because I have not, I'll be the first to admit, I have not watched all seven seasons of the Clone Wars. Ruby and I have been... Uh, plodding along, bebopping our way one or two episodes at a time. Taking it real casual. Um, you know, anybody that has listened to the show knows that I kind of goofed up a couple weeks ago when I was talking about Ahsoka Tano being dead. Uh, she should have been dead. Uh, she's, she's got, she's, she's got, uh, thicker plot armor than, than Goku does, Brandon. Um, (laughs) but, uh... You know she's she's a somewhat interesting character if you get past the I'm a gray Jedi thing, and uh, the fact that they are focusing so much on Darth Maul in this season of Clone Wars, like that, I don't need to say anything else. Then we're getting uh, footage of Ray Park in the fucking mocap suit with a big, big like bow staff. Like that—that's the—that's the positivity I need in my life during this fucking pandemic. <laughs> that's what I need. My my body craves it.
0: Oh man, uh, I haven't. I'm not watching the new season of Clone Wars until it's all out. Yes, me too. That, that way, that, that way, I can binge it. But there's no way that you can avoid the news and some of the great stuff that that they've been doing, in, including supposedly uh, this minor minor detail they uh, about Ahsoka actually hearing. Uh, audio from the room with darsidius and mace windu and and anakin mm-hmm. and, and, and you hear the voice the cartoon voice actor for anakin saying what have i done right and yeah yeah oh holy crap good stuff but i i, t- I tumbled on not tumble I, that's kind of a joke with tumblr but <laughs> i i took a stroll onto twitter And one of the trending things is hashtag fake Skywalker facts. Mm. And this is some of the funniest shit I've read in my life. Okay. Fake Skywalker facts. In the EU novels, Han and Leia named their kid after the man who tortured Leia for information blew up her home planet. In the movies, Han and Leia named their kid after a guy she never met and Han knew for 12 hours. In reality, they named him Roger. (laughs) (laughs) Roger Solo. This one killed me too. Uh after the Battle of Endor, Luke married an Ewok named Lana, had yep. several force-sensitive Ewok children, realizing the terror that he had unleashed, he retreated to his deserted planet for Raid R2D2 to tell anyone about it. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: mm.
2: Who knew who knew uh Luke Skywalker was a furry enthusiast enthusiast.
0: Anakin is not the chosen one. It is actually a Jedi named Longbottom who perished in Order 66. (laughs) (laughs) Anakin had an adopted father who was also a slave. He was blown up when he tried to run away from the huts. Okay. See, that was just dark. Yeah. Lando Calrissian was actually born Lando Skywalker, but was tired of getting teased about it. Mm. Luke is his own cousin. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Luke can't actually understand R2D2, but it's a good cover for Schizophrenia. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best one. Hands like down,
2: that, one. that is the best one. <laughs>
0: oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. What else is there to really
2: talk about? Uh I mean, realistically, everything is delayed. Every fandom is mad at each other. Fandoms are ruining things for other people.
0: Yes. This is a, yeah. this
2: is, you know, this is a dark time for a lot of reasons. Um I don't know. I, I at the very beginning of this, sorry, I was like trying to breathe and think at the same time. And somehow I couldn't do that. Um, But uh, you and I talked at the very beginning of this, this whole pandemic about how, you know, you basically said in a different set of words, like have hope the movie theaters will open back up eventually. You know, you can get your movie theater popcorn and, and we can go watch a movie together and all that jazz. And it's like, I, I just, I I get more and more like despair about the, like not necessarily the modern cinema industry, because I, I feel like, you know, that that's maybe the, the like catchphrase of today's episode, that we do business the wrong way, or there's something wrong with the way that we do business. And I feel like the modern movie industry is one of the biggest culprits as far as our, our pleasure time, like things that we do, our leisure time, uh, like they do not do business the right way, and I, I, I just don't know if the if the movie industry as a whole is going to come out of this the same thing as it was going into it, and and I, with most of the stuff that we've talked about, that would be a huge positive, but with this one, I think it's it's going to be the wrong direction. Like, they're did just not going to open.
0: Did you Well, did you see the AMC thing no. uh, responding? Okay, so AMC responded to uh, Universal. Universal, a guy at Universal, I'm not even sure if it was Universal as a company, or if it was just one guy higher up at Universal was touting the success of Trolls World Tour, mm-hmm. saying, you know, they released it, and they actually made more money on the digital release than they had projected uh, it in theaters, mm. which is really good. And, like, we are really surprised by that. And this is an avenue that we can look at in the future as well, you know, for releasing further projects. AMC took that as you're going to release movies digitally instead of putting them in theaters? We are no longer showing any Universal movies. Nice. That includes Fast to the Furious, that include anything uh, Universal uh, released. And uh, now here's the thing. I'm of two minds about that because I love going to the movie theater just, just like you do and and going for that experience. And I don't think that's going to die off, but we are in this mode of arm pulling technology where it's like, due to the case of this whole thing of staying at home, some of these companies is like, you know what, these movies, we could either hold them off for months. We don't know when they're going to release, or we could just give them to you guys that can stay home. Um, I don't mind a, 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 a digital release uh, at home. However, I would think that for big time movies in a normal world, maybe you would wait until after like the first month in theaters mm-hmm. when the, when the movie, when the movie traffic went down, maybe you already went to the theater or maybe you, maybe you don't like being social. Maybe you, maybe in two years you're like, I, you know, social distancing was great and that's the life for me. Right. So I just want to stay home. And so maybe after a month that it's been out, maybe you can put it up on voodoo for like 20 bucks. Um, uh, and I'll be okay with that, but to just, uh, I'm of two minds. In a way, I think AMC had a knee-jerk reaction and just went like, whoa! Because that's not necessarily what what the guy from Universal said. He was just saying, this went great. And so this is a great avenue p- to explore potentially down the line. Because maybe you have smaller films that maybe wouldn't, uh, you know, do well in a big box office type manner. AMC
2: and- AMC did make their point very clear, though. So maybe it was a little bit of a shock and awe campaign that yeah, we, like yeah. uh like Tony Montana when he's uh standing over his mountain of coke. <laughs> 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 you want to mess with me? You want to fuck with me? <laughs> <laughs> like a- AMC uh that homie don't play that apparently.
0: Uh so did you see that I believe uh Disney is thinking about you know, because when these movie theaters are allowed to open, a lot of them aren't going to be open because they're not going to have any new movies to show. Because right. a lot of these companies are already moving, moving dates around. You know, Marvel's doing it, DC's doing it, everybody, Universal's doing it, everybody. But they were like, hey, you know, we we would be willing to put out Infinity War and Endgame back to back in a double feature. Uh, that would be awesome. I would actually be very enticed to go to that and spend five hours in the movie theater watching those two movies back to back. Yeah. In that setting.
2: You know, another thing that I think would be really cool is, like, uh, say, say like, a, you know how occasionally they'll do the, like, flashback cinemas where June mm-hmm. 17th through June 19th, this film will be featured in the box office. I think it would be really cool for Disney to do, like, Mandalorian season one. Oh, like Saturday or like Friday night or Saturday night, you can see the first three episodes or the first four episodes, and then with an intermission, you know, and then uh, Sunday night you can finish the series. And that being in the theaters and the atmosphere, and you know, that in itself might entice enough people to say, "Okay, you know what? I saw this on the big screen. I gotta have it in my living room," because. for the first time in history uh Netflix is worth more money than the Disney corporation. And that's like I'm not going to say that's good or bad but it's just it's it's not status quo it's 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 unprecedented and uh it'll be interesting to see kind of how that plays out over the next year.
0: Well, yeah, well, and and as I said before like we are living we're already Pulling our way in, into those times mm-hmm. where where distribution is becoming more instant. I mean this this isn't something new. It started uh, decades ago with file sharing and mm-hmm. being able to share music files and getting music instantly on your on your computer or on an MP3 player or on your then on your phone. Like now you can get subscription to Spotify and have. Endless music. Right. You don't have to worry about buying the album or going to a record store or or, or anything like that. Or even anymore going to iTunes to do so because you can have a subscription to Apple Music or anything like that and just do it that way. But you know, games are going that way with Game Pass and PlayStation now and things like that. And then of course, uh with Netflix. When Netflix started up, I mean what it was DVDs only and then they said, Okay, let's do some streaming and then it blew up. And now we have They have their own original movies Mm -hmm. and content. Like they did the Irishman, which was a great film that they did. You know that Stranger Things is is their big, you know, uh, big uh, poster child to to to, to drive people in. A lot of people will you know drop Netflix after Stranger Things is over. The last season was it like a year ago they did Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. It was like the most watched anything. It broke records uh, when when that season came out because of the popularity and it just we are living in a time where, uh, you know, HBO max launches. Uh, I just signed up for it. Did you really? Uh, well, because they're running a deal that if you're a new user or a returning HBO now user for a year, you pay $12 instead of 15. Uh, and so we're like, all right, you know, uh, she wants to watch something already, which I think is, uh, it's free right now because of the, because of the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they made a lot of stuff on HBO free, uh, uh including McMillions, which we watched, which was crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, really, really recommend McMillions for anybody who wants to, uh, a cool documentary about an FBI busting a a uh, busting a illegal ring uh, and how many of those uh, monopoly winners were fixed. It's great, mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic. But we we went ahead and did it, so HBO Max comes out and it's going to be like an enhanced HBO. It's going to have all your HBO stuff, but it's going to have a lot of Warner Brothers, all their DC stuff, the mm-hmm. te- the DC television stuff is going there. They're going to have Friends. They're going to have Fresh Prince of Bel Air. They're going to have all this other stuff that they went out and bought the rights to or got the streaming rights to. You know, it's like it's like everybody said. It's like you know what? In December, Friends net- Friends left Netflix, and this is the world that we've inherited. You know, right? <laughs> it's been crazy. So I'm hoping maybe once it's back out there, <laughs> that maybe things will start to calm down. My favorite
2: one is. Uh... That somebody fucking opened the Jumanji board and hasn't <laughs> hasn't finished the game yet. Finish the game.
0: Well, it definitely feels that way when you have Australia on fire, helicopters crashing in L.A. with a famous dude on it and his family. Yep. And and then the, uh, a worldwide pandemic, and then murder hornets from Japan. <laughs> We got we got murder hornets.
2: We got tiger kings. Tiger kings. <laughs> like who thought you could get a tiger for two thousand dollars? <laughs>
0: oh my gosh! I saw the meme where it, like it was the dude sitting there on the couch. Episode one, of tiger king. What is this? Episode three, <laughs> Carol fucking fucking bitch. <laughs> and the dude who's just sitting there with his shirt on. Now he's got like a mullet. He's got the mustache. He got the. Skylar and I were
2: laying in bed last night, and I kind of tweaked my back the other day. And, like, I've had her kind of, like, tending, like, nursing me back to to health, kind of. And, like, she pushed real hard on the part of my back that hurt. And I said, as an insult, I said, you're like Carol fucking basket," (laughs) And she goes, what? Do you think I'm going to feed you to a tiger? Possibly.
0: Possibly. You know what, I wouldn't I I wouldn't put that past any woman, to be honest with you.
2: No. No, no, no. Oh.
0: <sighs> Anyways. You know what? I don't really think there's that much to talk about unless you have anything more. Nope. Dude, it's been so good sitting down here with you and having fun talking with you here on the podcast. Absolutely. Um Well we're gonna have to do this some more and get you back on Game Addicts because I mean we we did we, we we did a little bit of that here, but there's gonna be some new console talk with Xbox and PlayStation in like a month or whatever. So we're going to have to get together and talk about something. It, it's
2: it's really sad that we don't get to sit down and do our own like E3 watch along or or, or mm-hmm. kind of like live react this year. I had a lot of fun doing that last year with you and Mike. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, just just to kind of to kind of finish it up here, you know, I've seen a little a little bit of talk here and there, but it, it, is everyone basically planning to do a major uh, like streaming event here towards the tail end of the summer is—is is that the plan?
0: Uh, okay. So it—I it, don't think it that they're in line with each other, like they would normally be with right. the event. Uh, because I've heard like either this week or next, I can't remember, but Microsoft is going to have a gaming event for the Xbox One or Xbox Series X. Okay, and. I think it's primarily for third-party stuff running on the Xbox. I probably assume that the new Assassin's Creed is going to be on there and they're going to be showcasing some of that. But uh, I, I maybe they'll talk about more about the console or maybe the maybe we'll get a look at the at the other model that they're going to launch because apparently Series X isn't the only one that they're going to put out there. Right. But with PlayStation, we got the new controller reveal, which was literally out of the blue one day. Mm-hmm. Um, that was probably a leak is, too. <laughs> it could be. It could have been. Um, I'll have to hold it. It doesn't look bad. It like the color scheme doesn't look great to me. It, looks it almost like,
2: looks. It looks like the in, in Avengers End
0: Game. Yes, yes. Those the like those time travel suits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I saw the different Captain America, uh, a meme. Whereas like you know from from first Avenger, then Winter Soldier, and then Civil War, right. and then Infinity War, and then. Endgame is that one, you know, all the different versions <laughs> of, the, of the of the controller. But uh, uh, I heard we were going to get a, a PS5 reveal, like system reveal, probably around early June mm-hmm. uh, or maybe late May. We'll see. But then Nintendo, I, this just came out and they were saying they were encouraging any third party that had anything to announce for the Switch. To just go ahead and announce it if they were going to do it, because oh, really? apparently they they were going to do something around E three like they always do, do the playhouse thing or treehouse. Mm-hmm. But apparently, and this is just rumor that the big Nintendo exclusives are not yet quite ready to announce. Gotcha, and that they that may be coming around August, around that time. Uh, which uh, the the two titles that were really rumored about and hinted at were Breath of the Wild Part Two mm-hmm. or whatever that is, and then the Metroid. You know, Metro Prime Four, right? So, uh, with uh, I mean, with Nintendo Switch is not hurting at all. The only thing it's hurting is the availability of like of a Switch. And Animal Crossing blew the heck up with this quarantine. People are all about that Animal Crossing. My wife got it.
2: Skylar wants it real bad.
0: Uh, it, it's not my thing but I applaud anybody out there because I'm not going to be like one of the worst people out there and shit all over something just because it might not be what I like because you know what? She really enjoys it. There are friends, people, your friends of mine. I got invited to a group. Uh, I think it was mistakenly, but it was literally basically a, a stock market for turnips. uh, Something. For Animal Crossing. And I'm like, wow, this is deeper than one. I- Man, this goes deep with some people. They get into this and they play it every day. And they oh, go yeah. out there doing their thing. Taking care of their island. So, you know, more power to you, dude. It's out there. It's, it's really, really popular. FF7 Remake came out. That, that sucked up my world. I actually got a subscription to Game Pass Ultimate for, uh, if you went on to Best Buy and you bought three months for 45 bucks, you get an extra three months for free. So, six months of Game Pass Ultimate for the price of three. Cool. And if you turned on automatic payment, which is all always there anyway, you get an extra month. So, I got seven and I'll just cancel it when it's time unless I want to keep it. And then they had a sale on PlayStation Now for a whole year for 45 bucks. And because I was, before FF7R came out, I was playing through Mafia 3. Mm hmm. I had never played any mafia game, and it was there. I got a week trial, and I'm like, I'm gonna try this. Let me let me see what this is about, and I'm digging it. It, it, it was pretty cool. So as soon as I'm done slugging my way through FF7R hard on on hard mode, I'm gonna go back to the uh, to Louisiana down, Louisiana down there in the bayou, bayou, and the, down there in the late '60s with Mafia Three. But uh, yeah, dude, we need to get together uh, maybe here soon, and. Uh, you know, maybe before I go back to work, if you have got time one night, and we could sit back and talk about some stuff that's going yeah. on in the gaming world.
2: Yeah, perfect.
0: Awesome, dude. Well, I'll I'll be in touch, Tyler. Uh, it was so good to uh, you know sit back and talk with you again, and all you guys out there listening, out there, out there, and the in the in the big ether of the internet. We thank you for listening to this episode of Journey to Comics 294. You can check out Journey to Comics Network out there on all your podcast platform, places that you like to digest uh, podcasts, including, like, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, all those places. And I believe even iHeartRadio is coming up down the bend. Cool. if If that is your thing. Of course, you can also check out all the great shows that they have to offer, you know, like... Everywhere and including other things like you know, poor 360, podcast journey to wrestling, uh, caniculture, the D list. I'm missing some, and also a certain little show called The OGs, which is debuting this week right here on the Journey to Comics Network. Uh, this uh, next season or episode nine or whatever we're gonna call it is debuting this week, and uh, uh. You can also check us out on all social medias, Journey to Comics Network and all that kind of stuff. Check us out there. It's all good and great and all that stuff. You can also check out my other show, The Game Addicts Podcast, on all those other stuff. Game Addicts Podcast on podcast platforms and YouTubes and social medias. Tyler, once again, it's been good sitting down with you, man. Thanks, you too. We'll get back with you soon. Until next time, keep filling your brains
1: with shit and wash your
0: fucking hands.
2: May the fourth be with you.
1: Have you ever taken a bong rip so large that you ripped a wrinkle in the fabric of all of space and time and shuffled things around in the world? I didn't either. Don't worry. That didn't actually happen. However, today we had a very interesting episode. We had two very special guests that did the whole episode, played along with the whole gag of episode 294 and joining me for a little after show here where we're gonna briefly touch on that in the history of uh the 294 joke welcome back the host of episode 294 brando how's it going it's going pretty good man it was a good episode i had a lot of
0: fun sitting down with my good old buddy ty and uh we really had no plan like we had a loose like hey let's we'll talk about this thing and that thing and we're just going to BS it all the way through. And there were a couple moments in time where I just didn't know what to say, and I don't think he did either. So <laughs> there's like some pregnant pauses, and we're both like, all right, what are we going to talk about? It was good, though, man. It was good. It was good to be back on the show, as always. And, uh, yeah, that joke runs all the way back to the early days of Journey into Comics.
1: It's literally almost a 300-episode-old joke in reality. Just, what, 4 episodes shy, two, a 196-episode-long-running joke gag that's been mentioned across many many episodes Mm -hmm. uh that i don't i couldn't even literally track i thought about it too like man i wish i had time to sit and track every time we've mentioned it you know it would be random that and that's the thing
0: you know such is the nature of you know do a podcast it just when a joke comes up you said it one time and i believe it was episode eight was the first time that you ever said it and, uh, and I put it in the episode and it just, just, to, just, to, just to acknowledge it, just to be like, okay, what, what's that? And it, for those that have followed along now, I understand that some people probably on like the Apple feed might not have that episode anymore. Uh, but if you go to the website, if you go to Podbean, uh, any number of those, you can go to episode eight and find the episode. It's really early on. It's within like, I think it's in like, around the nine eight or nine minute mark you actually say the joke because we did this kind of long intro so how i found it nate you'll find some in- some some humor in this i downloaded the episode and put it in my vlc media player at like times four speed whoa so It's like oh <laughs> yeah it's like super fast and it just makes me think that maybe one year for a gag, we should record a podcast like April Fool's and it's it's all sped up or even better yet. What um, the ones that really made me laugh was to like download an episode and listen to it at point five speed and everybody just sounds like super drunk and slurry. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, uh, it, it was great. It was a great time. It was a great time to come on the show. Me and Ty had a you know really good episode. And uh, yeah, I, I wanted to do a little bit of something with you to kind of touch on that because, it, you know, 300 is right around the corner. And at this point in time, it seems like it's going to be a digital party for 300 at this point.
1: That might be actually the episode title of 300 is digital party because it's <laughs> fucking perfect. But yeah, man. We're, uh, we're closing in uh, like six weeks away from 300 episodes, which is utterly insane to me. The um, creation of this show we've always talked about as something special to me. So to see myself this far down the road, still at it, still with it, still my passion is very strong for this podcast and the whole network. And I also still have you in my life. We're able to podcast. We've created new things together while also having... And I love laughing because of how terrible the lag is.
0: <laughs> so, of course, we've started doing a new recording uh, through Zoom, uh, you know, for the OGs. And uh, <laughs> you just... Uh, there there was a podcast i listened to back when it was going called the ogen gamers podcast It's one of the podcasts that really inspired me to you know get into podcasting with you and eventually make the gaming podcast game addicts podcast and they used to have some, you know a you know you don't have access to just always sit down with your buddies and podcast so you go through skype we're using zoom today you know you know and you know sometimes there's some hiccups and they called that something like that the electric cat it was like eh, 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 eh. so you said flavorful, I I do believe, is what is the word that you said. And it was like and it was like
1: flip
0: flip um, It it kind of like it was a bit of a stutter more than a meowing cat or a electric cat. But uh no, dude, it's awesome that like you know, we have the OGs. J R C is still going. I'm so glad that it is. Um and I'm and I'm also glad that it's evolved over over that course of the like of the time period that the show has been on, because and I touched on during this episode, there there I actually mentioned The Walking Dead, which I don't know how how long it's been since you have, but of course the humble bundles going on right now where you can get the entire digital set of The Walking Dead for twenty bucks.
1: I, and hopefully I'm not electric catting the fuck out of this right now. <laughs> Maybe I am. I don't know. Oh no. Oh, His god. facial expression says oh, that god. this is bad.
0: Oh god, oh, it was, no. that that was great. That was that was so fucking great. <laughs> it was like you were completely frozen and just <laughs> and then uh, I'm just looking you know I then make myself look that way to look at you and then it just like wow
1: (laughs) that's hilarious oh man i'm really sad that we're having a little bit of technical issue with this i hope that it uh it turns out okay but in short you know i say a lot of weird shit off the cuff of my head Mm -hmm. and i just riff and if i'm gonna say a number i never am just like six or 39 you know like i go out there and weird. And for me to on episode eight in two thousand and probably still fourteen at that time, so six years ago, mm-hmm. uh, essentially say, Hey, Brandon gets fired on two ninety four or some random shit, you know, like some big thing is ha- happening at two ninety four, which I think the running gag was that you got fired at two ninety four. <laughs> yeah, that's what's the last episode. I mean, so, sort of i mean the the you leaving the show happened before that in, in an unexpected unplanned manner so it was like yeah well um I to remember still be able to carry out that punch
0: right oh yeah well and, and and the thing is is that i remember when i decided to like step back and step away for a little bit um that it was close to 194. like we were we were approaching like a hundred episodes away yeah, from yeah 59
1: i do believe was
0: yeah, and it was funny. Who was I? Who was I uh, in in my segment with in my very last episode?
1: Tyler, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's super strange how it all happened. And I tell you what, man. Aside from a few people guesting, uh, from the time you left until I officially brought Tyler on as co-host, I did not have a guest host for most of those episodes. I did it solo cast mode. Mm-hmm. I forced myself to go back to the drawing board of where the show was born and um see if I still had it at all. And Tyler was always like, "Man, I fucking love when you solo cast cuz it just is a it's a totally different beast than when you're with somebody cuz you know how to talk by yourself, which is I guess a cool thing to have, but uh for me like just to to wrap a little bow on this 294 thing I always envisioned we would do something clever then. And I mean, before you left uh, around 190, as it were, uh, you know, I still was like, man, we're going to do something fucking funny or like Brandon's not going to be on that episode. And we're really going to play it up and like at the very end, he'll come back in or something. So for us to be like, "Okay, well, we're approaching it and we've got to kind of find a different, different thing to do. I love that I just got blipped out of fucking existence for an episode and it's not really like, I, I don't know if you guys did or did not touch on it within the episode because I have actually listened to it yet. You guys just did it. And it's just now my turn to do this part. So,
0: nope, we didn't. Yeah. No, we didn't even mention it at all. We didn't talk about it. it, it, it Amazing. Was, it was not even like, not even hinted
1: at. <laughs> awesome. We did the whole so, podcast. See, people are going to if you did not ent- if you were not listening at the very jump of the fucking show and you're not at all understanding what's happening <laughs> then when we get here you're going to be like now i have to go back and listen to the podcast again just to get the fucking the beginning and it's like fucking pulp fiction up in this motherfucker well
0: what i liked is that it was almost like the inverse of the joke instead of like instead of me not being on the show you weren't on the show and yeah. uh, it, it, that that's what i kind of thought was funny that's why i did the little uh, intro with back to the future where it's like uh, you know, I got I got sent away to the future, but then, but then I came running back in after I got sent away. So there's the joke about 294, and it's like, boop, 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 boop Here we are. I'm back. I'm back from the future.
1: Great, Scott. We did it. <laughs> Man, I'm a, I'm grateful to to have your friendship in podcasting and a lot of behind the scenes stuff that people don't know about your your dedication to this is just. Out of this fucking world, man. The the level of work you put into making all the live show episodes look really fantastic and well produced, much better than a lot of things that I, you know, <clears throat> honestly, I know what to do, like I know how to make what you're doing done. I literally don't have anything to do that. I don't have to a double screened anything set up, and that's really the secret to really what you're making everything looks so good with which i am grateful for because it makes us fucking shine my brother well, i'm like whoa man someone starts speeding down my damn road at- what? What, what, what? <laughs> right
0: no man you know it's something i that i always strived for uh you know when i you know when i stepped away from gic and, and all i had to focus on was game addicts i put 100 of my energy into it and while you know while while we went through what we went through during that time and era, I feel like when I refocused my energy to just a solo project instead of having it being divvied up, you know, I was able to, you know, like, okay, I want to do this and I want to do this. Meanwhile, I had other things before other commitments, which I'm, I'm not ever going to just say, Hey, I'm not going to do that just because anymore, you know, mm-hmm. there, you know, there were reasons why things happened, but because of that, I felt like I was able to learn and, and be able to start dipping my toe into other waters and, you go back to my early days of streaming and I, and, and I have it still up or at least it's still for me to view on my YouTube channel. I, I might've made it private at this point because they're so cringy because of their, because of the quality it's, it's really bad. And all I was streaming with was a PlayStation camera, you know, and that's what I was playing with. Worked with what you got, man, you know, and then uh, Mike found this computer on Facebook marketplace. And the deal was for this computer monitor and stand and uh, I think a few cables, whatever, it was like 800 bucks. And I didn't have $800. I didn't like, I just didn't have it. Yeah. Uh, and Mike's like, if I, he goes, I'm gonna try and get him down a little bit. And, and, and he, he, he goes, <clears throat> he goes, mate, you think I should offer six? And I'm like, I don't know, man, six seems like kind of low because I looked up the computer and when we bought it brand new, this computer was like $1,200. Like, like, like that's what it was going for. And I'm like, offer six. It's like half you know, he's already asking for eight or uh, like offer seven, offer seven, because of, because of the monitor, you know? Yeah, and sure. The dude took it. And Mike's like, I'll front it. You pay me back. And I'm like, he goes, in fact, pay me half. We'll just go have it. He's like, no, I'm paying you the full thing. I want it. I'm like, you, you're you building your computer and that's going to be your baby. I want this to at least get me started before that way I don't have to build a computer for a while. And that's what it is. And that's I got into streaming. I, st- I learned how to do it. I've I, I've learned more. Uh, I've learned the biggest thing and I just learned this like a month ago while playing games audio ducking audio ducking Holy where
1: crap. it changes between what uh, when you're talking and the game plays audio well it doesn't change it what it does is that it, it, it will I'm talking and
0: it mutes the audio to a certain threshold and, and I can change it and I can toy around with it see how low do I want it to go how much of how how much of attack speed do I want on it? Like because that's how fast it will start lowering the moment I start talking or the moment that this microphone has has input. And then of course coming out of it, how fast is it going to raise back up? You know? So you gotta toy yeah. with it. And I, I figured it out while streaming ff seven. And uh it's like, man, it's like I've been streaming a couple games here and there all, all through this time, and it's like sometimes you can't hear me because the audio on the game is so loud. I figured it out. It's, a learning it's just It's
1: a uh, hey, podcasting and everything we're doing when we create is a learning process, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say there was, there was one little thing to add, and my brain is a spicy boy right now, and I'm all over the place. But, like, oh, I want to say also how interesting it was. And, and just to, like, mention it here, totally not planned, never talked about, never discussed. Uh, but, like, Infinity War happens the snap happens mm-hmm. people who were on the network gone some came back some didn't yep i just did trump hands by the way i don't know if you saw that <laughs> didn't <laughs> i didn't mean to some came back some <laughs> didn't you know uh but luckily you know uh the blip happened and we did get some of the people back some of the avengers did return home and uh you know we're stronger for it, man. But uh, I'm just glad that you guys gave me a, a week off. That was awesome. Like it's not even really a week off. I'm still here working, but it's it's fun. It's um it's what I love, man. Mm-hmm. Getting to talk to you guys and just riff and be my stupid dorky ass self. You know, like, yeah. like there's nothing better, man. Absolutely, dude. It, it was it was an absolute treat to come back. Uh, it's always a great time,
0: you know, talking with you. We can make each other laugh like nothing else. Oh, like, all oh, we got to do is yeah. start telling stupid stories. Oh, yeah. Uh, there,
1: and there's a lot of them.
0: There is a lot. You know, uh, when I was trying to get myself psyched up, I actually recorded some gameplay back here earlier, and I was trying to get myself psyched up because it's like, all right, I, I'm, I'm tired. I need to get going. So I go on Spotify, and I start like, all right, uh, what am I in the mood for? What am I in the mood for? I don't know. I don't know what I'm in the mood for. Like, uh, so I just start going through. I'm like, what's well, uh Linkin Park, okay? So I listen to a Linkin Park song, you know, old school Linkin Park. When, when, like, one of the suggestions uh, was Limp Biscuit. I don't listen to Biscuit, but you know what's a badass song? My way is a badass yes! song.
1: Yes, oh my god!
0: And then I love that song. And then so I'm spiderweb and hardcore here, and, and, it, and, and I swear this has a story to it. And then it's like Drowning Pool. Oh hell yeah, Drowning Pool! I remember old like old Sinner Drowning Pool. And then I started listening. Tearaway was it? Tearaway to, like bodies and tearaway. And then Fuck, there's yeah. a song. Okay, so I listen to Tearaway, and I see the next song is called All Over Me. <laughs> yes, Spook. <laughs> <It's blue. laughs> we were in a—it's it, it, an old Draxa story where we all went to the mall or somewhere in Champagne. We're in Jason's car, we're blaring yes. music, and, and we turn on the the Center you know, album, right? And yeah, and I it, think like track five is all over me. Track four is Tearaway. Well, no, uh, I, I think track uh, tra- track three is Tearaway, so it's, so it's track four. Three, but it's like three, right, right after four, Tearaway, yeah. it's like, he's like, you know, the chorus is like, all over me. And you were just yelling, all over me. <laughs> you, you were back there just screaming, splooge. <laughs> and, <then, laughs> <laughs> and so from oh. now on, I can't listen to that song <laughs> ever again. Ever again, without hearing Nate
1: in the back of the car screaming spooge. So listen, I'm, I'm. My hope is that we get to live very long, fulfilling lives, and we're like gray-bearded doing this still. At the time of my demise, if you have not also had your demise, I need you at the funeral to play that song, <laughs> but yeah. don't tell anybody why. <laughs> okay, that is your. <laughs> That is your Grim Reaper showing up to my funeral job. It's just fucking play all over me. And everyone's going be like, this is so weird. Oh. Like, did Nate like this song? No, it has nothing to do with <laughs> Go listen to 294 and I'll tell you.
0: <laughs> well, guys, uh, what you got there was just a little bit Taste of the OGs, which is premiering this week right up here on the Journey the Comics Network. I believe it's Wednesday.
1: I'm so excited. Yeah, I think we're going to go on Wednesday. Uh, we'll fire all, on all cylinders with episode 9, which is 10, and episode <laughs> 10, which is 9. We flopped them. Okay, so what? We I take- think we're going to call episode 9 actually 10 and 10 actually 9 in the episode <laughs> titles. <laughs> yes. Just because it's fucking hilarious and accidental how it happened. Yeah, but- I mean, we
0: were trying out some new methods. Uh, we tried out one method for what was 9. And, you know, uh, thankfully, the the episodes are just us sitting here telling stories. And so it's not really topical or anything like that that's really set in time. So we did the one. I decided it was a little too much work, even though I do like how it came out for the most part. And then we decided to go with this format instead. And uh, so we did this one this way with episode the second, like 10. But since that one references things that are more topical, we're going to air that one first. And the other it's one like 10, ten two becomes 10 which becomes 9 well it's weird. 10 well it's it's episode 9 actually 10 episode 10 a- actually 9
1: but then episode 10 is actually a 10 twice cuz we had a 10 oh yeah then there was the fuck up <laughs> Yeah. so it is 102 <laughs> yeah you right it's crazy you're right <laughs> it's, you're right. You're it's right. weird yeah
0: but you know what it's uh it's, it's good to be back doing that again because we're going to be doing every se- every other week on Wednesdays on the Journey the Comics Network for the foreseeable future. I don't know if we're going to do a season. We're just going to play it by ear. We're going to roll until we decide that maybe we need a break. Maybe Maybe we'll break it. Maybe we'll just keep rolling. I don't know how we're going to number it or configure it. We'll
1: figure that out as we go. Yeah, we're going to go until we run out of stories, which might be never. Who knows? If, oh, as long no. as we're alive, we probably will not, not have stories. There's <laughs> well, lots. And that's the thing is that me
0: and Nate, we have a lot of things that we've been involved with together, projects. We went to school together. We have a lot of stories that we have not even got to yet. You know what? And as, as long as we're doing stuff together, as long as we've done things together, like, dude, like, like there are stories about this about Journey to Comics podcast. I mean, there's story we haven't told, uh, and I mean, there's stories that we've told on JSC that we might bring back for the OGs, like the whole, the entire weekend of Villains Con, which I don't think we've ever truly,
1: truly told. We before. should. Oh, maybe that should be the episode, bro. Oh, oh tonight? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know if you have a plan, but that's nah. like a juicy boy. Well, we- that's <laughs> like a huge juicy boy. You know what? It it's got laughs. It's got some drama. Um, it's got me giving up, which I don't hardly do. Mm-hmm. That really happened. It's true. It also had the uh, the impetus, or I think that's the right word, the birth, as it were, of Journey into Comics Network because that's the it weekend was- we started really going hard on doing more episodes of uh, wrestling.
0: Well, uh, we had, I believe we had the other uh, Game Addicts was a thing because I recorded a Game Addicts that weekend. Yes, that's and what i We saying. recorded yeah. a wrestling that weekend. Uh, we had just started that I think in April, and this was the beginning of June, so we were just right at the right at the genesis of that so
1: hell yeah it's really cool to to look back so so spoiler alert in three weeks (laughs) which is six weeks you'll be able to hear (laughs) see what i did we
0: we didn't really plan this out because that that would be a see because now we've hyped it up and it's like okay so
1: all that story is 11 is now nine (laughs) 11 is nine keep 10 is ten. Nine is 11 what are we doing we can't count (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm gonna fuck. All right, Brandon, I'm gonna take it home officially. So I don't know if you guys did this or not earlier, but you guys could check on the Journey into Comics podcast at uh journeyintocomics.com. Get us on iTunes, Podbean, search radio, Google Play Music, Spotify, Castbox, tune in, and many others. Just search Journey into Comics Network or go to journeyindtocomics.com. Also make sure to go to Game or Game Addicts Podcast, right? Uh, yeah
0: gameaddictspodcast.com it is Mm
1: gameaddictspodcast.com and also get them on all the flashy dashy different places that you get podcasts because they're all there yeah and folks as always we will see you guys next week thanks so much for listening to 294 of journey into comics i wasn't even here for it so i don't know how it went but i hope you guys enjoyed it i've been nate i've been brando and we will see you guys later as always pop your caps back fill your brains with shit later guys